everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lilith. And I am Eli. Got exciting, exciting stuff for you this week. But, as always, first, recap. Uh, which, what, what have you been watching, Eli? I didn't get a chance to do much this week, this past week. School, a lot, uh, of, yeah. a lot, of, a lot of class stuff popping up. But I did... I did binge watch all straight through Inspector. Very nice. Uh, yeah, very nice. Uh, and then I got bored, and I binge watched Are You Lost? <sighs> oh, that's that's the one. With that's the, the one. Grillzet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I remember seeing like a couple like memed screen caps from it like when it originally came out. So it just like got put into my mind like maybe I should watch that just for the lols. And then I was just sitting there looking for something to watch. I noticed it had 13 minute episodes, which should have been my first clue cuz that never ends well for me. But I I checked the tags. Okay. And it wasn't tagged as etchy. Yeah. So I'm like, alright, how bad can it get? I believe you you saw from my absolute horror how, how bad it could get. Yeah. And uh, for anybody playing to wanting to watch that, it's 100% not etchy. 100, 100%. 150% not etchy. There's not any etchy in this. Especially not during the scene with the batshit enemas. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So those those were the two things I watched. Also, Microsoft Edge updated. Like, they updated Edge. Yeah. Uh, for all three people out there who use Edge. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I used to use Edge as a PDF viewer because it was my default for PDFs because it was very, very simple and easy to use. You could have it like turn into pages like a book and flip through them. It was easy. It was, it was super good. That's pretty nice. Uh, they turned Edge into this like Google Chrome Firefox ripoff. Yeah. Yeah, and like the PDF viewer is just like a Google Chrome ripoff now. It's it's bad. Oh, that's a shame. There is there is no reason to use Edge anymore. <laughs> yeah, I I remember it it updated earlier this week, right? Yes. Oh, uh, because I remember I turned it on my computer, and Edge popped up when I turned it on, and I was like, "Why are you here, Edge? I did not call for you." I don't care if you updated. Please get the fuck off my computer. Like, the one thing, the one thing it was good at, the one thing I was willing to say, yeah, Edge does this well, and they got rid of it. Oh, that's that's just a shame. Anyways, so, uh, I haven't been watching much either this week. Uh, my classes started up as well. Very, very exciting stuff. So... The amount of things we're going to recap uh, during the school, during the semester, is uh, probably going to be lower than it was before. But we'll probably still watch plenty of stuff. And I watched what we're talking about this week, and I also continued my Symphony Rewatch. 
Yeah, um, I can. I, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, you, you got a few messages from me on Discord. <laughs> Is EMPing a hospital a war crime? <laughs> Which, uh, as you told me, yes it is. That's like, I think you get double points for war crimes at that point. <laughs> Ooh, nice. <sighs> Although, is the EMP of hospital, that's, that's small potatoes compared to uh, murdering 70,000 people. You know. It's, it's just, just a little war crime. You know, just a, just a little war crimes. War crimes at. Uh, and I'm almost done with that. I'll have it done probably by next episode. And then, as I said last time, I will be able to rewatch all of Symphogear again. <laughs> and I can't wait. Uh, need to go and get the rest of the songs downloaded because for whatever reason like the the soundtrack for symphony is not on spotify isn't it no i i i, I listen to the songs on spotify because i uh, i downloaded them and then put them on uh, my spotify local files i got it yeah I got my you. local files <laughs> they are my precious files but for uh, I don't know. They've got all the openings and endings on Spotify, but just none of the like insert songs, which is total bogus, if you ask me. Let's see. Eh, did I watch anything else this week? Uh, besides that, just uh, usual keeping up with uh, weekly stuff. Uh, except God of High School. Because, I don't know. That one's kind of hard to keep up with. I'm just very... It's very tedious. Very tedious. Is it pulling a Tower of God? Uh, how do you mean? I don't know. I didn't watch Tower of God. All I know is people saying, like, oh, it was super great in the first half, but... Uh, sort, of, sort of started to drag at the second. Well, it's like I said. They're just going so fast through the source material. They put, like three or four fights in a single episode. So so would you say it's been overhyped? <sighs> a bit. Like, the fights are... Most of the fights are good. <laughs> I was about to say all the fights are good, but most of the fights are good. The, the pivotal fights are good. Eh. There was one guy who got introduced in the previous... In a previous episode, like literally the previous episode, and then in the very next episode after that, he got e eaten by a spirit shark. Spirit shark, as in a shark that's a spirit, yes. as or or like a shark made of spirits. The the former. Okay. Well, it's not. It's kind of like not actually a shark I guess it's a it's basically a stand from Jojo's but okay I but vaguely not. recall what that is yeah it's uh I don't know it's it's going incredibly fast and it it really deserves more time to 
play out what it's doing. <sighs> but besides that... I just wanted to mention, I forgot this. Uh, I think I mentioned way back in like one of the first episodes we did. Uh, I talked about the sh like that Demon Girl show, Demon Girl Next Door, Magic... Yes. That one. Machikado, <sighs> Magic... I can't say it either. <laughs> Uh, and how it was good, it did not make me care enough to, like, want to, like, read the manga or anything, but I would totally watch a season two if they made one. Yeah. It's getting a season two. Ah. Like, they announced it yesterday. Oh, nice. It's coming out sometime in 2021. I think it was, I, I can't remember if it was winter 2021 or not. Uh, like, I can't look it up because my, my list is dead right now but uh yeah that is uh that is going to be anticipated excellent excellent let's see here and let me just finish off recap uh yeah so i watched weekly shows and re-zero is still excellent like at the beginning of the season i was very much like, uh, is it gonna be any good? Like, do I want to watch more ReZero? I kind of had to force myself through the first season. But at this point, I'm like, I'm watching it every week, because that, that is some good shit. You're fully on board. Absolutely. Alright. Moving on to our main topic for today. Main topic. I will be, uh, I will be talking... About Zombieland Saga, an excellent, excellent show, in my opinion. Unless you don't like idol anime, in which case you probably should, you should probably not watch this. So me, I will say, it's a great gateway idol anime. I I don't get idol idol shows. I I don't get them. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't about? get them. I literally don't get it's, anything it's about, about them. It's about cute girls singing. What what's more is there to get? Like, but aren't idols basically just like Japanese boy bands or like the the, the how you would like No, actually I think that's pretty spot on. Like when I when I th when I think of idols, I think of like NSync. That's a bold that is a that is a bold statement. That is a controversial statement that I have never heard before. I mean, I've I've not been afraid to make controversial statements before. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I guess I I don't know what the difference is between what 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 makes idol I don't know. But idol anime is a thing. Yes. So what's she gonna do? Of course, you got like the the big the big stuff, got the big names like Love Live, um, which, as I found out uh, when I went to look up and attempt to watch it, I never actually ended up watching it because Crunchyroll only has the second season, apparently. I would and I looked everywhere like to just find it for you, and no one has anything but the second season. <sighs> And I could have, I could have just watched Sunshine, but eh, can you really watch the sequel 
without watching the original? In some cases, yes. And in this case, I feel like you kind of should watch the original. Whatever. Ironically, being left love with is probably what makes me hate idol shows that much. Because it's freaking everywhere, and I don't get it. It's like if, if someone, like, forced... If people just literally started making their houses out of modern art pieces, and you are just forced to look at modern art all day long, like, it's not that it's bad, I just don't get it. And being confronted with it 24 hours a day would just make me hate it. Fair enough. Well, in this... Eh, like... Anyways, but what was I saying? Right, Love Live. Uh, what I found out about Love Live is it's actually not like a normal idol show, because it's about school idols, quote-unquote, which is not an actual thing. I don't... I, like I said, I haven't watched it, but I saw somebody compare it like to uh, Girls in Panzer and Senshido, or Tankery. Funnily enough, I've, I have... Uh, I have heard that comparison before. I've heard it as if Kaon met girls in Panzer. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, the the big like uh, gimmick of Zombieland Saga, because if you're not, because if you're not like the OG, you have to have some kind of gimmick for your show. Or it could just go so generic. That it warps around space-time and becomes original. Exactly. But the, <laughs> the gimmick of Zombieland Saga is that all of the idols are zombies. Hen hence the name, Zombieland Saga. And the other part of the uh, title is because it takes place in Saga Prefecture. Is that a pun in Japanese like it is in English? Like... Saga like Zombieland a... Saga, and then like Zombieland Saga. I believe so. Yes. Okay. It's used it, at least in the show. It is used, uh, as a it is used as a play on words in that in that manner. Okay. So let's go ahead and get right into it. We are jumping in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. See, the problem with Zombieland Saga is that it really, it it's it's one of those things where it really works if you think you're going into, like, a normal a show. Normal. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm just going in, this is a, it's a weird titled show, but whatever. I, so, I, feel like I, got, I feel like I gotta interrupt you here. Sole spoiler warning for Zombieland Saga. Yeah. All right, you may say, continue. <laughs> spoilers abound beyond this point. Abandon all, abandon all uh, unspoiledness, ye who enter. Okay. So we open up with uh, our protagonist, Minamoto Sakura. She has red hair. She is. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I watched the first episode with you. Remember, way back yes. in the day. Yes, back like when it came out, I think. Way back, two years ago. <laughs> yeah, so not that long. Anyway, so it is, so as we see on her calendar, it is 2008. Remember 2008? Fuck, man. Vaguely. Things were less terrible. Either that or we were just less uh, aware of the terribleness. I was still 
like at least one percent innocent. Yeah, yeah. Like I stabbed a guy that year. <laughs> <laughs> but that's neither here nor there nor the reason why I can't go back to Canada. Anyways, so yeah, it's 2008. Sakura is a big fan of idols, and she is planning to go become an idol. She's got her, like, uh, I don't know, paperwork for her uh, audition or whatever. She puts her shoes on. She's all happy. She runs out the door. She runs out the front gate and gets hit by a truck. She gets murdered by Truck-kun. And surprisingly doesn't get isekai'd. Yes, she just gets normal murdered. (laughs) So, she... (laughs) So she goes flying when she dies. (laughs) I will contend. Yes, that was probably one of the funniest things I ever saw that season. It's just like 15, 16 year old runs out in the street, immediately gets pulverized. <laughs> yes, I am a terrible person. But we already knew this. So anyways, she splats on the ground after the uh, the opening credits, set, of course, to some death metal. Although, side note, this the first episode is the only one that opens with death metal. All the others have a much more uh, J-poppy standard OP. But anyways, so she lands on the ground and really good, uh, gotta admit, really good, like, uh, cut moment. Because we land and we see her face when she lands. And then then we cut... To her in the uh, in the mansion, and it's really just a change of lightning, lighting and background. And she wakes up, and she's like, "I don't know where the fuck I am. What's going on?" So she's wandering around the mansion now. When she runs into a zombie, who attacks her, she manages to get away, but. Uh, but then, once she goes into another room, she finds a whole bunch of zombies. <laughs> she stabs one of them in the head with a uh, with a fire poker, and she manages to get. She ends up managing to get out of the uh, out of the mansion at that point. And it's pouring down rain. She's just running for her life. She notices she's in Saga Prefecture. She's stopped by a police officer, who is like the only police officer in the entire prefecture as far as i can tell he's just he's just that guy he just shows up randomly he's also he's also the only character with a gun so naturally he shoots uh he shoots our protagonists a few times like right now uh because sakura looks like a zombie and up close she looks like a zombie (laughs) so he shoots her (laughs) And she falls over. Should have gone for the head. Yeah. And so, she wakes up again. Again uh, again at the mansion. And this is when we meet 
Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what to call him. I guess their manager, Tatsumi Kotaro. Manager in about as big air quotes as you can physically manage. Yeah. He he mostly just yells at them. <laughs> he he also always has some dried squid in his uh in his chest pocket because he wears like a waistcoat, not, not maybe not a waistcoat like a vest. And he always wears a jacket, but he never puts his uh, arms through the sleeves. And so we also get to meet the other idol peoples who are zombies. So currently the only zombie that is awake is Sakura. Everybody else is just acting like a stereotypical zombie. And uh, it's like they have a meeting room at the mansion, but it's in a it's in like a dungeon. It's like in the basement and there's uh, it's like a. It's a cage. I mean, where else are you going to keep your zombie slaves? Of course. <laughs> uh, that is what this is. Yeah, fair enough. You're not wrong. He does say at one point that, oh, I can overwork you as much as I want because you're zombies, so you, you literally don't need to sleep. Uh, okay, so. Now then. Everyone here is a legendary individual from history. Idol or otherwise. So wait a minute. For, is this what? a fate spinoff? No. <laughs> Not that kind of legendary. <laughs> this is relatively recent legendary history. <laughs> so first up we've got the legendary kamikaze squad leader, Nikaido Saki. Did you say kamikaze squad leader? Yes I did. That is Apparently, what her uh, title is in English. Do she has re she has a really long title. Do I do I want to know? What? Why her name is Kamikaze Squad Leader? We'll get back to that. <laughs> Next up, we've got the legendary Showa Idol, Kono Junko. Um, I should probably describe these people. Like Saki is uh. Just like a, like a teenager, with really long blonde hair with uh, like orange and green highlights in it. Junko is another like teenager, who has uh, white hair, just like a. I don't really know how to describe her hairstyle. She's got, those like really thin ten twin tails. I don't know. Anyways, next up, the legendary courtesan Yugiri. She's uh. She's also, like, 19. <laughs> Anyways, next up, the legendary child actress prodigy, Hoshikawa Lily. And next up, the legendary Heisei idol, Mizuno Ai. And finally, we've got the legendary Yamada Tai. I want you to understand, I've already forgotten who all of these people are. <laughs> Except for the Kamikaze squad leader. So, tell me, when she died, how many people died with her, and how many of them died voluntarily? Uh, nobody, actually. Like I said, we'll get to that. 
We will get to that. I have a feeling that this is going to be extremely weird and possibly upsetting. Maybe. Anyways, so that that is all of our main characters. Uh, see, Lily has blue hair. I has flowers in her hair. Uh, Tae looks like looks kind of like uh, the girl from The Ring, but a zombie. Okay, so we have a girl from The Ring. We've got a Kamikaze Squad leader. We have the main character. I remember her. So, since uh, since Sakura is awake now, they can get started with the uh, Zombieland's project or Zombieland Saga project, a project to uh, revitalize Saga through the power of idols. I I believe I took the piss out of this when we first watched it, but. This is this is basically the equivalent of like the state of Rhode Island deciding to form a boy band to bring like more tourists in, right? Am am I not am I not correct? You're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure that this this was a stupid idea. Yeah. It's a pretty stupid idea. And so Oh, there's also a dog, a zombie dog called Romero. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> that took me five seconds to get. Alright, they have a dog named Romero. So, since they're starting up the project, officially, they uh, they have their first concert. Tonight. <laughs> Same day. Uh, at a death metal club. <laughs> <laughs> remembering this all now it's all coming back to me yeah so it goes it goes swimmingly so since uh okay so obviously since they're all zombies it'd be kind of weird because uh you know they're zombies so people would probably freak out if they saw them as zombies so as we find out uh Tatsumi has like really weird <laughs> Uh, proficiency with Hollywood makeup. So he's able to make them look like they're still alive. <laughs> oh, and also, I forgot this. Before they went to the... Before they went to the club, uh, Sakura asked him, Wait, so how... Wait, how am I still alive? And he's like, What do you mean? You're a zombie. Of course you're alive. <laughs> She's like, but how exactly does that work? And he's like, who cares? Who cares? It's a, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You're a zombie now. Woo! <laughs> it's just... Com it, the series completely hand waves any kind of uh, explaining how zombies work <laughs> in favor of rule of funny. <laughs> For example, at the Death Metal Club... um. So obviously they're an idol group. So like they do J-pop, or they're supposed to do J-pop. But well, Sakura's the only one that's not just capable of like grunting. <laughs> so that goes out of the window immediately cuz everybody else is just like kind of wandering around the stage. And then one of them picks up a uh... <laughs> microphone, uh, a bullhorn. 
one of them picks up a bullhorn and just yells into it. <laughs> and then all the rest... And then while uh, heavy metal music plays in the background, they just start uh, mega headbanging. Like, full-body headbanging. Which they can do because they're, because the, they're zombies. So they don't need to worry about broken spines. Good times. <laughs> anyway, so that, that goes off more or less without a hitch. And uh, they all head home. And the next morning... Everybody else wakes up and freaks out because they just found out that they are zombies. So now episode two, uh, everybody else, everybody but Sakura is kind of weirded out by all this. I mean, I don't know what their problem is. I mean, it's perfectly normal for people to be resurrected as zombies. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's totally not like people normal. die when they are killed. Yeah. Get out of here, Chiro. <laughs> Any case. So yeah, they're they're not all on board, but so Sakura is like practicing and whatnot, and everybody else just kind of sitting around, being like, "Ugh, I'm a zombie now. What does life mean, man?" And uh, they've got another concert today at a <laughs> at the rap battle one. This is the rap battle one. They are they go to like uh, I don't know I, I don't really know what it is like a community recital or something. It's they it's go a to a poetry where, slam. Yeah, basically, but it's just like a bunch of old people at the local castle, and so they are they try and do uh they try and do the whatchamacallit, the Keep actual up. idol stuff. But what ends up happening is uh, <laughs> Tae, the, the only one that's not awake, uh, pops her head off trying to get someone in the front row's dried squid. Because apparently zombies love dried squid. Which I did not know. Good to know. Now I know what to bait all my zombie traps with. <laughs> And so what ends up happening is uh, Sakura's trying to salvage everything and Saki is having way too much fun dicking around. And so uh, they end up having a rap battle, which if you haven't seen, I, I highly recommend. I, I have seen the rap battle. Yeah, which uh, conveniently is on uh, the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to go just just check that out. Uh, I can't, I'm not, the, the rest of the show is not like that, but it is a pretty, pretty good, uh, like, if you like that, you might like the rest of the show. And it's a, it's quite good, quite good rap battle. I, I very much enjoyed it. Because, like, the first episode is a little rough, in my opinion. The second episode really, really sells you on the show. And so th this this uh, this gets most of the team on board. Everyone except the two idols, uh, Junko and I, who are both kind of weirded out by the fact that you know they're dead. In any case, 
let's see. So episode three, they start off by trying to figure out what their team name should be. Because uh, they've had a couple names before this. Uh, the first time they, they were Death Musume, or Death Girls. Uh, and the second time they were Greenface. So Tatsumi's I feel, not I feel like that's names. very racially insensitive to the Leprechaun people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you said Greenface, I just immediately imagined people literally just wearing green face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Anyways, and so they they come up with a whole bunch of ideas. The end, the one they end up deciding on, um, comes courtesy of uh, Taie, who uh, who steals their marker and uh, like sucks on it and drinks up some of the ink and ends up getting like ends up sneezing. A bunch. And so they take her sneezes and turn it into a name. And that name is Franchushu. Is that even a word? No, it is not. <laughs> I don't believe it is, at least. It's a very... Whatever. Doesn't matter. But the other thing that they gotta do is uh, they've got a gorilla performance... Which is to say they're basically going to go to a train station and perform right outside. So they're going to do a flash mob. Basically. And so... They head out. The only... So the two, uh, Junko and I, don't go out with them. They're still sulking. So they stay in the van. And so they're, they start the performance. And so this is the first episode that has a CGI performance, which I feel like I should mention, because that is, that might turn you off of this show. Because uh, this is a thing in a lot of, especially modern idol anime, is like for the like group dance scenes, they will use uh, they will use 3D models instead of uh, hand-drawn animation to do it, which obviously it makes it it makes it a lot easier to produce these kinds of shows. But it's not always great, and I gotta admit, Zombie and Saga is doesn't have amazing CGI. Nothing, nothing wrong with that, but I feel like I feel like that should be mentioned. It's it's especially jarring when, like, in the middle of a performance, something will happen and they'll switch back to hand drawn, like just for that little bit, while everybody else is still CGI, which is a little little weird. For example, um, Lily falls down in the middle of the performance, and Sakura goes to help her. Which, she ignores this, the most important rule of being an idol. The show does not stop for any reason. And so, this ends up getting 
uh, Junko and I out there help uh, to sing with them. They get like, like they had a decently sized crowd before Lily fell. And then at the end, they had like one kid watching them. <laughs> so one person's followed it down and everyone goes, yeah, all right, we're done. Just yeah. Leave. They're like, uh, they're like, ah, oh, it's not that impressive or whatever. Anyways, and so now the now those two are on the team. Hooray! Things are going great now. And so now the team is the team is united, and ready to go. And so now it's time for the hot springs episode. Yeah. I I know that they're like they're corpses. Yes. I'm just imagining, like, the smell of hot, rotten flesh carried on, like, steam. Mm, good smell. Uh... Anyways. So, this time, Tatsumi, uh, well, because they're out of money now. They had money before? Apparently they had some. Did they spend it all on squid jerky? I think, I think they did. In any case, so to raise some money, <laughs> Tatsumi has uh, set up a uh, set up a little business deal with a local uh, with a local like pharmaceutical corporation to perform at uh, a company like a company retreat or something. And so, uh, as part of part of that, they also get uh, a uh, sample of the company's merchandise, which is called Sagan Ship Z. I don't know why. And it's it's a medicinal patch. It's like a muscle relaxer. And They're allowed to just give up free samples of that? Apparently. Um, it does say on the package that uh, applying applying them applying this product to other people counts as practicing medicine. So that... That's and they're allowed to just hand those things out <laughs> as free samples? Well, it's not free samples. It's like they gave them, like, a box of it. So uh, they teamed up with a pharmaceutical company, and the pharmaceutical company rewarded them by supplying them with drugs. <laughs> Basically, yes. Alright, I, I, I'm getting I'm getting a handle on, on this sort of a business transaction. So then they go and they take the drugs, and they go and sell them, right? No. This is all just a front for moving heroin. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got you, I got you. You get the idols to be the distraction. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, Tosme did, like, make a deal with, uh, some, some executive lady. And she, she'll be important later. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do recall when you first watched this show, yeah. This is the... I'll, I'll let you describe it. Yeah. So before that, uh, while they're, like, getting ready before their performance, they're, like, sitting around, chatting, like, hanging out, like, yeah, it's crazy that we're, like, all not dead, right? And it's, it's good that we're not all freaking out about that now. And someone up, someone brings up a very good, very good uh, question. Like, how did Tatsumi get their bodies? Since dead people are cremated in Japan. 
they are. Apparently. Well, obviously he just bribed a few late-night janitors. You know, just like, hey, give me, you know, five minutes alone with the corpse. Winky, winky. Then sneak out the back. Well, see, but the problem is, there's a couple of corpses that are from way before 2008. <laughs> Actually, a few corpses. Which begs the question of how, anyways, whatever. So they have a great performance. Uh, I feel like they 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 <laughs> they decided to incorporate the pro the uh, like company's product into their performance. So like they go around, uh, slapping it onto the employees they're performing for. So they just drugged an entire conference room full of people. <laughs> Basically, yeah. This could not end poorly in any way, shape, or form. I mean, this is a brilliant idea. I mean, to be fair, I don't, I don't think they're they have like medicine in them. I think they're like, uh, what's what's it called? That stuff that you, it's like hot and cold. You put it on, uh, put it on your lower back or whatever. Icy hot. Yeah, that stuff. Like an icy hot patch. Then why is applying them to other people considered medicine? I don't practicing medicine. And I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. In any case, now before they uh, before they go to bed, Saki manages to convince Sakura and Junko that they should go. Uh, they, sh they should go down to the hot springs because they're not supposed to, since you know the, the makeup will wash off in the water. They they take it off before they go down, and also you know. They're zombies, so if anybody sees them, they'll freak out. I feel like there'd also be issues with them becoming waterlogged corpses, but... Yeah, that too. In any case. That shall not stop them, though. So th those three head down. And uh, r relax real nice in the, in the hot springs. Wait, so if they're dead... Do they have muscles to relax? That is a very good question. Apparently the Sagan ship Zed works on them. So yes. Also they uh, they can blush. You know, despite being dead. So. so they have functioning muscles, a functioning circulatory system. Are you sure they don't just have, like, jaundice or something? It's entirely possible. Although, considering that... Uh, uh, Jun Junko is, she has a bunch of weird scars, and mo a lot of her body parts are uh, weirdly miscolored. Like, she's, she is literally stitched together. Are they flesh golems? Quite possibly. At the very least, Junko might be. Especially considering how she died. Which we'll get to later. Is Junko the kamikaze one? No, she is the, uh, the Showa? I want to say Showa. Yes, the Showa idol. Which, for just uh, like reference, that's like uh, the 80s. She's from about the 1980s. But like I said, we'll get to that. So while they're in the hot springs, the executive lady comes in to uh, use the hot springs, and so they they're like, "Oh crap, we gotta hide." <laughs> 
despite, you know, the steam and everything obscuring them. But they're like, uh, let's hide underneath the water. We, sh we don't need to breathe because we're zombies. And so they, they go down, but Sakura hits her head uh, on a rock, which causes her head to detach <laughs> and float through the water <laughs> and end up right in front of the executive lady who freaks out. Loud enough for the other members of French Shushu to wake up and be like, oh, hey, what's going on? And so they all come out and are like walking around the, the hotel looking for their uh, the rest of their team. And so what, like one after another, the executive lady runs into them and sees that they're zombies and f continues to freak out. And it's, it's hilarious. And so everything works out and everybody goes to bed. And, and the next day, the company's packing up and Tatsumi's like... I was so glad we could have a good business relationship. I, I'm looking forward to a further collaboration. And she's, and the executive lady's just sitting on the side of the road in the fetal position, <laughs> <laughs> shaking. And one of her, like, uh, subordinates, is like, oh, yeah, sorry. Well, we forgot to mention she, uh, she had a she had a scare of some kind last night, and so she doesn't remember anything from yesterday, <laughs> which I presume includes the business deal. I mean, presumably they got it in writing. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> At the very least, they don't have any future uh, collaborations <laughs> in mind. Ugh. So now we got episode five, which is uh, another, some more, uh, whatchamacallit. They're trying to, they're trying to get their name out there. And so they're taking some bigger deal gigs. The, the first half of the episode is, uh, they are hired to record a commercial for a restaurant called Drive-In Tori, basically Drive-In Chicken, which is, uh, Wait, drive drive in, not not yes. a drive through. No. So is this one of those like 1950s style skate up diners? No. But Japanese? No. It's a it's just a normal restaurant with a weird name, and very strange uh, ads apparently. Uh. Which. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing for this. I don't really know how to describe them without just linking a video of them performing the uh, performing the commercial, which is like a dance where they list the menu items <laughs> of the restaurant because they've got because they're they're the kind of place that has like three menu items. I mean, please send me that. I'll watch it later. That okay. sounds hilarious. I I will send you that. Yeah, so that so, that's really uneventful in my opinion. So let me let me just get get what's get my get the story straight so far. So this guy in Rhode Island decided to hire NSYNC <laughs> to increase Rhode Island tourism by dealing icy hot pouches patches outside like a van and uh advertising for KFC. 
kind of, I guess. Well, for the first thing, it's like if they hired InSync to do uh, to do a Icy Hot's uh, corporate retreat, like perform at the corporate retreat. They're not selling the Icy Hot. I mean, they're not selling Icy <laughs> Hot, but aren't they selling Icy Hot? No. In any case. Okay, so the second uh, part of episode five is the uh, the Gut Olympics. That is how it's translated, at least. Which is like a literal translation would be more like mud sports. Which is I'm concerned on a number of levels. It's it's not so. There's only like two events that we see. But basically, uh, it's just s doing stuff over a what's over like a really muddy area. So it's a, like a tough rudder, a tough mudder or something. I guess. Let's see. The first event is uh, is uh, bike riding, and so you have to ride a bike across a uh, uh like a rickety pier type thing that's that's uh, over some mud and so naturally everybody tries to do that and fails except Tatsumi who succeeds in getting all the way across <laughs> this this episode is really weird um but apparently these are like like, Drive-In Chicken and the God Olympics are actual things in Saga Prefecture, as far as I can tell. Because we see, like, a, uh, a heavily filtered real-life video of them uh, when they're describing them. Anyways, uh, the second event is uh, the Mud Tarzan Swing. And so, you know, you have to, like, there's a there's a rope over some mud, and you have to get as far as possible while also landing as stylishly as possible. Okay. So, Ty, uh, so they, they, they go into that one as well, uh, and they think, oh, hey, well, because they just got some t-shirts as well. The t-shirts suck, but, because, um, again... Tatsumi is not very good at designing stuff. So it's like a rainbow sparkly uh, text of their name on a white t-shirt, and that's it. Anyway, so they, they see that like the winners of the Tarzan swing get to go stand up on a uh, whatchamacallit? The thing that you that's at the Olympics for the first, second, and third place people. Whatever it's called. And so they're like, oh, hey, we can uh, have one of us win that, and then we can show our shirt and be like, hey, we are, we're a band. We're an idol group. Come check us out. Ty ends up winning. But naturally, because it's the mud sports, her shirt is covered in mud. <laughs> 
and so they end up not getting any publicity from that. I feel like they didn't think this through. They did not. <laughs> Especially when earlier they tried to wash off the mud from the previous event, and then realized that they washed off all of their makeup. <laughs> so they had to go get covered in mud again. <laughs> so that God, nobody would realize. <laughs> to be fair, technically, they do have the brain power of a corpse. <laughs> Also, I think the oldest one of them is, like, 19, so... So that's fun. And so this episode, we meet uh, the magazine editor guy. He shows up a few times. He's not, like, super important, but it's just, like, he shows up and... Uh, gives them some publicity by publishing them in the, uh, the Saga-zine. Or Saga Magazine, I guess. <sighs> Whatever, next episode. So in this episode... Well, first of all, we get to see their homepage. On the, their internet homepage. Which... Who, who still uses homepages? Although that... I don't, I don't know. But it looks like ass. Like, imagine one of the worst designed... Uh homepages from the mid-2000s. It's that. I mean, when the guy was going to necromancy school, he couldn't study web design at the same time. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. In any case, uh, the big thing about... The big thing in this episode is that... Uh, so, like, they're starting to have regular performances now, and so they also have to, like, interact with fans, because that's what idols do in the modern day. But Junko, since she's from the 1980s, she's she's not super hyped about that. Like, in her time, idols were supposed to be, like, perfect paragons of perfection. Like, people you can look up to. And she's kind of... So she and... Uh, the more modern idol, I, get into a fight over this. And so Junko ends up sitting out of practice for a little while. And they got a really big... And this is important because they got a really big performance coming up. They're going and playing at Saga Rock, baby. Which is... It's a music festival, basically. In Saga. I, I don't really know how what to compare that to between between the county fair downtown uh and uh like burning man what level of music festival is this um they have like one large stage so closer to the county fair <laughs> okay it, it'll only get covered in uh It'll get covered in a couple places, but mainly in, in the place that it is. And so, in this episode, we find out how Junko and I died. So, Junko died, uh... She was going to Saga for a, uh... For, for, uh, for a concert. Or whatever, a tour, I think. 
when her when the plane she was on had a sudden engine failure and crashed. She died in 1983. I mean, there are there are worse years to die in. Wait, when in 83? Uh, I don't know. Like spring, maybe. Spring of 83, maybe. Okay. And then we find out I had a much more epic death. So, she, and so she died in 2008. So, in the middle of a performance of her uh, of her previous idol group, like they're starting the performance, and it's outside, and there's a bit of a storm going on, and so she runs out to like a small stage connected to the main stage. Did she get struck by lightning? She got struck by lightning in the middle of her performance. I mean, not gonna lie, that's pretty metal. <laughs> it's, it's pretty metal. <laughs> Probably sucked to be her, though, because we see her body and it's, like, charred black on the stage. Well, and hey. she's just kind of stuck in the pose. <laughs> she had, like, a finger to the sky <laughs> when the lightning struck her. I mean, you know, they saved money on the cremation. But they didn't cremate her. Because she still has a body. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, and I, I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning, but uh, the story, the, the current story takes place in 2018, ten years after Sakura died. So the year it came out in. Yes. And really, we can't prove that this didn't actually happen in real life. I mean, we can, because zombies don't exist. Or do Not they? that attitude. Exactly. Look, and all case, I'm saying is we all need to do our part to ensure that the zombie apocalypse happens. So just everyone needs to eat as much, like, raw, un, 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 unsafe-to-eat beef as possible. So, like, the mad cow disease... It mutates. That that's that's how we're gonna do it, guys. Come on, zombie apocalypse. <laughs> okay, so they don't end up getting Junko on board by the end of the episode, and so we go to episode seven. So uh, let's see here. So the rest, everybody else is practicing while Junko has apparently been locked in the attic for like two weeks at this point. Wait, they. They locked her in the attic? She locked herself in the attic. She locked herself in the... How do you lock yourself in the attic? Like, doesn't the door push from the inside? It's like a pull cord on the outside? Uh, well, she did stack up a whole bunch of stuff in front of the door. So, that's that's a thing. And she's been in there so long, she started growing mushrooms on her head. Oh, hey. Like another character we know of. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I am. Anyways. Uh, let's see. As part of practicing, we've... We, apparently, I, the, uh, the, uh, the idol who died in 2008, uh, she used to practice so hard that when she did the same level of practice as a zombie, all of her limbs fell off. I feel like that just goes to show how unhealthy her level of practice before was. Yeah. And so, 
so the day before the performance, um, everybody's like, oh, is Junko gonna come join us, or is she just gonna stay up there? Uh, what's gonna happen? What ends up happening is Tatsumi goes up and kicks down the door. So up to this point, he's just been a total asshole. Like, belittling all of them at every single moment. Making them regret ever speaking in the first place. Turns out, he can, he can actually be pretty nice. He does the, like, reverse chair sit thing that the cool teacher does. And he has a he has a little heart to heart with Junko. He's like, if you don't want to listen, if you don't want to do the fan interaction, you don't have to do the fan interaction. Like we can make excuses for this stuff. <laughs> it's not an all or nothing type deal. And so, incidentally, he did uh, break down the door uh, when he went in. And so, so when he when he leaves, he's like, and by the way. Before you come down, make sure to fix the door. So she did a very poor job of barricading herself in the attic. More or less, yeah. So she does come down the next day when they're all in the van and heading out, and she like runs out. She's like, "Stop! I'm going to be I'm going to be a modern idol." Does she immediately and... get isekai? <laughs> if you mean hit with the van, yes. <laughs> It's actually, she's be like, yeah, and everybody's like, yeah, <laughs> and go through. Then Tatsumi's just like, he he runs over her and he's like, oh crap. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> but anyways, they go, they go to Saga Rock, and now they actually have uh, costumes. And, yeah, they're alright. Like a red, red and white deal. They're alright. Um, and so, very importantly, there is a, there's like a 100% chance of thunderstorms at this year's Saga Rock. Does this lead to that meme? Which meme? The meme. Uh, from Zombieland Saga. I have no idea. The lady getting oh, sprayed yes. in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does because he gets uh, he has a water repellent spray, and so he give, puts all the makeup on, and then he sprays them all with the water repellent spray, <laughs> and he does it out of fucking nowhere, and it's it's hilarious. And so now, so just before they go on, uh. Uh, I's previous uh, group, Iron Frill, performed. Great performance. I mean, I don't know if it was the same group because that was like a decade ago. So I don't think any—I don't think any of the members would know her. But whatever. It's—it's it's a Theseus's idol group. Is it still the same idol group if you replace all the members? I mean, it's the same group. It's not the same lineup. I mean, the Houston Texans are the same football team, even though they get, like, new players each year. Yeah, but do they get, like, a new coach every year as well? Mm hmm. Anyways. If they were really shitty, they would. <laughs> Moving on. And so, they start, they start their performance, 
They go, they get up there, they start the performance. It's the start of the performance isn't great, isn't great. Like because well, it's thundering and lightning out there, and so I is kind of freaking out because she doesn't want to get struck by lightning again. I feel like it'll kill her. Exactly. Again. Again. <laughs> and so she she's really timid despite being like the lead of of the song they're, they're supposed to be performing she does like buck up and like yeah i can i can do this now so now here's my question could a zombie piss themselves probably probably anyways and so once they finish their uh once they finish their their performance, the stage is struck by lightning. <laughs> Knew it. Yep, and so. But hey, they got to stop having concerts during raging thunderstorms. <laughs> Seriously, but hey, since they're zombies, it doesn't kill them. It just imbues their bodies with static electricity, I guess, and causes it makes them glow literally glow i don't and think also, that's how that works and also be able to shoot lasers out of their fingertips that is that it's absolutely not how that works and so they uh they do a remix of their the first song from uh, earlier episodes except it's got like the good like a the, like the vocal lightning effects yeah that i, I want to say auto-tuned <laughs> <laughs> the lightning auto-tuned them and gave them a fucking awesome pyrotechnic show. <laughs> it's it's an excellent performance in my opinion. And so now they get published in the Sagazine. Yay, they get published in the local paper. <laughs> <laughs> and so now now that now they're an actual idol group. More or less. <laughs> So, episode 8. This is Lily's backstory episode. So for context, Lily is 12 years old. She has blue hair. She wears a star in her uh in her hair and uh and so as, when she's uh when she's not wearing her makeup, her heart is literally outside her chest. Oh god, why? Yeah. <laughs> But she's she's she is easily the most upbeat member of the of the crew. And this is her backstory episode. So they're uh they're doing they did a concert. Or just like a little performance. And they're doing the like the like meet and greet. And this one really, really big dude shows up. When you say big let me get a picture of him. Big as in, like, tall or big as in swole? Yes. Is, is, is it like that thing from Lance and Masks, where it's like they just put someone through the resizing machine to 150%? Kinda. Uh, trying to find a good picture. Uh, this, this is probably the best one. Nope, that is, that's not Discord. There we go. I gotta just uh, remember I'm using the right mouse. Oh my god, why? <laughs> that's that's it, his actual. That's how big he actually is. 
They they stuck a normal human being's head on the body of like a twelve foot giant. That little girl is the size of his biceps. Yes, that little girl is uh, Lily, actually. She is the size of his biceps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. Um, basically, he thinks that our Lily is his uh, his kid who was alive. Let's see. Seven years ago. So, 2011? 2011. But that can't be possible, since uh, his kid died in 2011. <laughs> but she looks exactly like his kid. And technically, they don't go by their names in public, because... I mean, a couple of them are pretty... A few of them are pretty famous in their past lives. So in Lily's case, she was... Uh, we find out that the big dude is actually her dad. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> everybody is pretty, like, weirded out. Well, actually, Sakura goes to talk to her and gets, the, gets this whole story about this. And so, apparently Lily takes off, takes after her mom a lot more than her dad. <laughs> her mom also had blue hair. But had her mom is dead I was mean... dead yeah in any case she obviously didn't get her hair jeans from her father cause that dude's that... bald <laughs> yeah and so uh, basically he loved her dad loved watching television so she decided you know what I'm gonna go become uh, a television star and she does. That sounds like a really convoluted way of getting your father's attention. Yeah, it didn't work either. Because he paid more attention to the TV than her. So, like, she was literally sitting there on the couch next to him, and he was watching an interview she did. And, uh, and he's like, oh, because he decided to quit his job to work as her manager. And so, like, he's critiquing her on the TV. <laughs> While she's sitting right there next to him, half dead from exhaustion. And this was before she died. I mean, obviously, you can't be half dead until, you know, before you die. You gotta die to go 100% dead. <laughs> and and she's like, Dad, can we go to, like, to the park or something sometime? I, I want to hang out with you sometime. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Wow. Yeah, he's, Father he's of the not year. a great... <laughs> Father of the fucking year! And then, on her 12th birthday, she, uh, she has locked herself up... Well, actually, I think like the day before her 12th birthday, actually. She has locked herself in her room. And, uh... And refuses to come out. Because apparently there was a, uh... A scene that was filmed, and... I guess she has started growing leg hair. She doesn't... She's very embarrassed about that. You know, pretty standard stuff. Like, she likes being small and cute and stuff. 
And so her dad's banging on the door like, Maso, Maso, get out here. Come on. We got to go go to the recording. Come on. She's like, no, I'm never coming out. I'm going to be tiny and cute forever. Did she kill herself? No, actually. No, she, she's looking in the mirror, you know, like, saying, yeah, I'm going to be cute forever. She's like, oh, wait, there's something on my chin. Oh, what is that? Is that some seaweed from lunch? And she pulls at it, and she, <laughs> she realizes it's facial hair. And she, so she gets a heart attack. What? <laughs> for, a, for a second, I thought it was going to be like a flesh-eating virus or something. No, she gets a heart attack from, from realizing she's growing facial hair. That, that is, that, that, that's probably got to be on the top 10 dumbest ways to die. <laughs> Had a heart attack at the age of 12 because you realized you were going through puberty. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, like I said, severe exhaustion uh, from back-to-back -back and constant, uh, taping sessions and whatnot and also realizing she was about to go through the wrong puberty this happens and so if you've noticed that uh, that a different name was being used partway through the story and also the fact that I just said wrong puberty yes actually Lily Hoshikawa Lily is transgender no arguments, no ifs, or buts. She's a girl. And fun fact, well, not actually that fun fact when you think about it, she is the only uh, canonically transgender character in any mainstream idol anime. Anyway, so uh, her dad shows up to another like meet and greet and uh, apologizes for uh, almost grabbing her in the previous time. Almost popping her skull like a zit. Basically, yes. Uh, apparently, he wears a 5XL t-shirt. I don't think that's a real size. I, I think he just goes to a sale-making shop, and they, and they, they make it <laughs> custom for him. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Pretty, pretty sure 5XL is a thing. He's sitting down, and his knees have to go upwards. And match her, like, they're above her waist. Yes. This dude's, like, ten feet tall. Yes. He is huge. Anyways. And so, uh, he, he buys, uh, he actually buys a extra small. Because he's like, oh, yeah, I had a, I had a kid that was, uh, about the same size as you, actually. <laughs> she looks a lot like you, and I was not the best dad, to be honest. <laughs> So I, I I just wanted to get something to remember her by. All it took was, you know, your kid suffering a heart attack for him to realize that. Yeah, yeah. And he got, after she died, he got so, like, he freaked out so much that he just swore off television. Like, he threw his... He threw the TV he had in his house at the wall and broke it. 
And anytime someone else is going to be watching TV, he leaves the room. But now that he's, you know, dealt with his issues, he's able to actually sit down and watch TV. And uh, so Lily ends up uh, writing a very, very sweet song for, uh, like, in honor of him. Being like, you weren't the best dad, but seeing you try and patch things up after I'm gone does make me feel good. And also, notably, this is a this is a performance with no CGI. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. But yeah, that was a really good song. Anyways, moving on. Episode 9. This is the Saki backstory episode. The, uh, the kamikaze. Okay, okay, okay. The this one I've the been kamikaze. the one I've been most looking forward to. Yes, and this is the this is the episode with the longest title. Let me let me let me read it out for you. Okay, so the episode title is, "Though my life may have ended once by some twist of fate, I have risen. And if song and dance are to be my fate, then carrying the memories of my comrades in my heart as I sally forth shall be my saga." So, title of her autobiography. I guess. It's going to be a light novel. Well, we do have somebody who got hit by a truck. Oh, yeah. Maybe when she got hit by the truck, she got isekai'd into a world where, like, zombie idols exist. Maybe. In any case. <laughs> so, they're like... So, apparently the population of Saga is, like, 80% old people. So they have to go and like dance with old people to uh, try and make them fans of the group. For a second, I thought they had to kidnap children to keep the population <laughs> up. <laughs> no, it's not that kind of show. I mean, in the very first episode, girl got freaking demolished by a truck. True, very true, very true. In any case, uh, after their performance, some uh, <laughs> some trio of what's what's the, I don't really know what to call them. There's probably a proper Japanese term for them, but you know, like a bike gang, a biker gang, but Japanese biker gang. So like they wear really long coats and stuff, and they're just like they're walking around with attitude, like, "What are you doing here? This is this is our territory." Notably, uh, these girls in the biker gang have, uh, their bikes are just, uh, like, mopeds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of just fancy mopeds. Like, they, you know, they got, like, bigger seats and stuff, but they kind of just look like mopeds at the end of the day. And, yeah, they're they're kind of lame. <laughs> Especially if you compare it to, like, Saki's motorcycle. <laughs> Back when she was alive. Just imagine three four roll up on you with mopeds. They flash you their squirt guns from the from the bicycle basket in the front. No, they don't have guns. In any case. Um and so they're trying to be like, Yeah, we're we're a big gang. This is our turf. But Saki, because she used to be a gang leader. 
very easily scares them off with just one look. <laughs> she ran a gang. Well, she was like a sub-commander or whatever. She was a lieutenant in a gang. Yes, a biker gang. And Saki realizes that they are part of her old gang. And actually that the leader of those three is probably the daughter of her old best friend from the gang. So her gang has fallen on some seriously hard times. Yes. Especially because it's only these three in the gang. They don't have anyone else. <laughs> Those three go off to, like, mope and be like, you know, sit on the, like, in embankment of, of the local river. Yeah. You know, the, like, sloped area that all the Japanese... Yeah, the thing that happens in every anime ever. Yes. Yeah, so they're just sitting there like, maybe, maybe we should... Well, the other, the two lackeys are like, maybe we should try, maybe we should stop this. I mean, we don't, we don't have any new members and we kind of suck. <laughs> Which they really do. They really do suck. Uh, they end up getting ambushed by another motorcycle gang who have actual motorcycles. So they get surrounded by the other gang and they're like, oh, what are you going to do? Beat us up? And then somebody behind them pulls out a chainsaw. What? <laughs> and then the rest of the gang members like pull out chains and pipes and bats and stuff. Just one of them has a fucking chainsaw. And oh, and the leader of the of the bad of the bad crew has a whip. I, 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 were they concealed carrying a chainsaw? <laughs> Apparently. Where were they, like, they hiding just... it? On their motorcycle. <laughs> so, as this is happening, French Shushu is driving by in the van, and Saki looks out the window and sees this happening, and so she's like, oh crap. So she opens the door and jumps out. <laughs> and I rolls mean, down the hill to interrupt the fight. I don't think there's a worse weapon a zombie can try and fight than a person armed with a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. What about a sawn-off shotgun? What about a sawn-off shotgun with a chainsaw bayonet? My god. That's terrifying. They make that. <laughs> I'm like 90% <laughs> anyway. certain someone somewhere makes that. Probably. In any case. Um, so she breaks up the fight and tries to get you know, the kid of her friend to stop being a biker. But she can't. And so the kid goes home and the the mom is... Her mom is Saki's old friend. Right. And so she's just like a... She's an anime mom. She's got the... She's got the... uh hair and the ponytail over the shoulder and everything, if I remember correctly. And the kid gets a challenge in the mail. They they deliver formal challenge letters in Japan well, if you're no, a biker they, gang? They, no, they kind of just stuffed it in the mailbox. The, the other gang. Um, and so the mom's like, oh, you gotta stop this. Stop, stop with the biker gang stuff. And kid's like, never, you don't understand me! I mean, no, I don't think anyone understands her, but because 
She is running around on a moped trying to be a biker gang. <laughs> Anyways, and so... At this point, we get to find out how Saki died. So oh, apparently boy, there is, is a... Good. So apparently there is a, there's a cliff in town. Right. And there's like a parking lot on the cliff. And so something that... Uh, something that biker gangs are want to challenge each other to is to play motorcycle chicken with the cliff but like between each other towards the cliff rule so, number one of chicken don't drive off the cliff <laughs> well there is a barrier it's a very flimsy barrier because Saki because <laughs> Saki got challenged in the past and so she's like oh I got this I ain't gonna die Keep an eye on my Tamagotchi, <laughs> famous, would you? Famous last words. <laughs> yes, literally. So she ends up driving off, crashes her uh, motorcycle, and dies. I mean, she did technically win, because she didn't stop. She did win, but... <laughs> but she died. And her Tamagotchi is dead. Please tell me she had an actual Tamagotchi that died. She had an, act <laughs> she had an actual Tamagotchi. <laughs> she gave it to her friend to hold on to. Wait, her friend didn't take care of the Tamagotchi for her. This was like... Okay, so she died in 1997. Yeah. So it's been... 21... Wait, 20? No, not 21 years. 23... Oh, oh no. Because um, it's 2018. Oh, yeah. So it's been... 21 years, yeah. Yeah. It's been 21 years. I think the battery's dead. You can replace the battery in a Tamagotchi, can't you? Does that kill the Tamagotchi? I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know either. I don't... I barely remember Tamagotchis. <laughs> but yeah. And so yeah, that's how Saki died. 1997, playing motorcycle chicken off a cliff. That poor Tamagotchi. Yeah. And so we find out that, uh, oh, I almost forgot. The, uh, her opponent, like the gang leader she was facing off against, that's his hairstyle. That's that pic, that's, my, that's the story behind that picture you sent me? Yes. It's. For a second, okay, so... I thought there was a bird on her head. Yeah. Okay. So for context, it it looks like it looks like her hair is styled to look kind of like a phoenix or something. It's like uh, blonde and red. When I when I say bird, I don't mean like small bird either. I want you to imagine like flamingo sized. <laughs> Wings spread, head pointed straight to the sky. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's so ridiculous. Now, I'm assuming, you know, being a rebel and all that, she doesn't wear a helmet to, you know, drive her motorcycle. But I the think it was actually... Sorry. But the drag. Like, the <laughs> drag created. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyways, so the mom... Turns out she still had her motorcycle, so she goes to uh, interrupt the challenge. And uh, she can't convince her daughter. And then Saki shows up, because she 
she heard the motorcycles in the distance. She's like, oh crap. I know what they're going to uh, chat. I, I just realized that they, that they didn't uh, finish their fight earlier. So they're going to do something really stupid. So she jumps, so she jumps on a bicycle and heads up there and interrupts the fight again. She convinces the, the kid not to, uh, not to risk her life on this. I mean, you'd think after the first person drove off it, they would have reinforced the guardrail. They did. They did, actually. Because I think in the previous time, it was wood, and now it's metal. Oh, okay. Wait, there was a wooden guardrail. I believe That's so. That's not going to stop 19... anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It was 1997. Anyways, so she convinces her by saying, you know there, there was some idiot who died here, right? Talking I mean, about herself, obviously. Yeah, she was an idiot. She drove off a cliff. Yeah. yeah on yeah. purpose. Actually, I think uh, she didn't do it on purpose. Look, look. If you're driving towards a cliff, and you <laughs> and you like floored the accelerator, in order to like get to the cliff faster, it doesn't matter if you try stopping before you go over the cliff. The fact that you drove towards a cliff means that you drove off that cliff. Like yeah, that was intentional, through Fair sheer enough. stupidity at least. Yeah. Anyways, so she ends up using the uh, the mom's motorcycle, and the uh, the enemy gang leader uses her motorcycle. And so the rules are simple. Drive towards the cliff, first one to break loses. So they start, and Saki... Drives off the cliff again. <laughs> yes! I mean, that's exactly where this was going. Yeah, she she, she floors the accelerator, causing the uh, her opponent to freak out and quit. And then she drives through the railing off the cliff. This time, however, she survives. I mean, you can't kill what's already dead. That too. Also, I think she jumped off before it uh, hit the ground. <laughs> That's not going to save you. <laughs> <laughs> she is a zombie, so... In any case... They're just gonna so, like, they're just gonna install, like, a five meter tall... <laughs> fence around that spot now right after hopefully. two people drove off hopefully they put up one of those anti-suicide fences on uh japanese high schools <laughs> put up one of those really tall fences hopefully reinforced of course someone will figure out a way to knock it down though. just put check hedgehogs all over the place <laughs> that could work anyways and so uh Saki uses this opportunity to uh, to go like, "Hey, you guys, stop being a bi stop being biker gangs. That's stupid." Because you know, she has experience with this kind of thing. Why was like, she selected for this idol group? It sounds like she has like zero qualifications. Yeah, I don't know. She is technically the leader of the group. Although, admittedly, she's the only one that wanted to be the leader of the group. <laughs> and she's decent at idle stuff. I really don't know why she got picked. Maybe just because she was dead. And she adds a bit of that 
you know, bad girl. I mean, lots attitude. of people die. If your criteria is dead person, you have like millions of options to select dead from. Dead teenage girl. I still feel like you could find a few. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And so, at the end of the episode, we get a we get another performance of uh, Saki's song, which is quite good. Quite good. Got got kind of a biker ruffian type aesthetic going on with it. It's it's good. It's I like the song. And so they add more people to their fandom. And so now, episode ten. It's episode time. Ten. It's time to train. They are mon- one month away from the biggest show they've ever performed a solo concert at a place called Arpino for 500 people oh my god that is so depressingly small (laughs) it's it's still the biggest they've ever performed for (laughs) that they will ever perform for and so they're practicing but Sakura is getting really she's getting really into it she's getting ahead of everybody. She's just a little too enthusiastic about this. And so, um, I think three weeks until the performance, or no, two weeks, something like that. Yeah, two weeks until the performance. Tatsumi notices this and decides, all right, everybody, you're going to the mountains. Why? For training. Training how? How does going to the mountains train you to sing and dance? Well, you know, it's like whenever there's a big thing, you know, there's a there's a training montage on the mountains. Please tell me they had an actual Rocky style montage. They did not, unfortunately. Oh, dang it. This isn't simple gear. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So there, so they uh, they go up into the mountains, into the middle of nowhere in the mountains, and they are now in the mountains. And so they have to survive in the mountains now. What do you mean survive in the mountains? <laughs> well, first of all, they need a fire. No, they don't. They're gonna freeze to death. Well, they can freeze, and if they freeze, wild animals might come and eat them. And they just like eating, I guess. So they got to get some fish and maybe some baby boar. One thing I don't know, understand, is uh, when did I have time to make a bow and arrow? When did you have time to make a bow and arrow? No, I, the character I. Oh. It's like she's just, like, it's two days since they went there and she just has a bow and arrow all of a sudden. Like, what kind of bow? Like a... Just a basic... Little self-bow or, like, a full-size longbow? Not a longbow, but, like, a short bow. Like a, you know, like a bendy stick with a string on okay. it. Okay. I guess that's a bit more... Normal-ish. Yeah, but it's so weird. I feel like it's a reference to something, but I don't know what. In any case. So they're all... So everybody else is, uh, you know, just kind of, they're not, they're not practicing right now. Mm-hmm. They're just hanging out. In the mountains. In the mountains together. For no reason. Yeah, pretty much. So Sakura goes off and tries to practice. Uh, and then they end up recruiting her 
to try and help with a uh, with a pit trap because they want to catch a tiny boar that keeps getting away. And Sakura ends up um, falling into the pit trap when they hear the boar coming. Did she just get impaled? Were there spikes in there? No. No? So she just fell in a hole? Yep. And so all, only her head is sticking out, and a giant boar shows up. Like the daddy boar. <laughs> it tries to eat her, as boars are wont to do. But, but her her body goes flying, and they but, and they manage to scare off the 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 big boar, and they recover her head, and so, she goes off on them, on everybody else about not practicing, for the for the concert that's coming up. I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a pretty important thing they should probably be doing. Yeah. And so. So then, Sakura's just kind of. Then, now, Tatsumi shows back up. It's like, hey, everybody, how's everybody doing? And Sakura's just like, I'm going home. Her body walks out of the, out of the, wherever it landed and pick, grabs her head. She's like, I'm going home. And he's like, oh. All right. Like home leaving. or home home? Like, back to the mansion. Okay. Um. So they get back, and she's kind of like brooding because she thinks oh everybody else wasn't taking taking their practice seriously but she gets to look in on when everybody else is practicing and she's like and she sees that they're all like working in perfect uh unison harmony like figuring out working together and stuff and she's like oh okay so everybody's everybody's so all that pissing about in the mountains yeah it was it was a team building exercise and she's like, and so she swallows her pride and she's like, guys, I'm really sorry. I was a total asshole. Really sorry. Let's work together and stuff. And and they're all like, of course, we wouldn't have it any other way. And so everything's looking up. Everything's looking up. So Sakura's like, all right. Uh, so it's like the next day. You got like a week until the concert. She, so she's like, oh, I'm going to go running. This feels like a day to go running. She puts her shoes on. She runs out the front door, <laughs> runs out the front gate. And immediately gets <laughs> pancaked again. <laughs> yeah. The revenge of Truck-kun. She flies exactly the same way through the air, and she splats on the ground. Whew. Episode 11. So funny thing about this one is that the opening has a bunch of like weird sound effects in it. Like, uh, it, it's very strange. <laughs> it's very strange, but also kind of funny. Not, not, not super important. What is important is that Sakura wakes up just like she did in episode one. In the dark house, and then she's walking around the dark house, and she meets a zombie. Who chases her into a room? Did she get isekai back in time? <laughs> no. No. Because she goes into this other room and she accidentally steps on. Uh, she actually, like, trips over Lily in in her bed. Because they, they've got, like, the. Whatchamacallit? The futons that you, you roll it out on the floor. 
that's where they sleep. Anyways, so she trips over her, and everybody else wakes up. And they're like, oh, what the heck is going on? They're like, oh, hey, Sakura, you're awake. And she starts freaking out. And so she runs over to the uh, the corner of the room and grabs the fire poker. And uh, remember how one of them got stabbed in the head yeah. in episode one? Yeah, that was that was I. And so when Sakura picks up the fire poker again, I just like grabs her head and go and freaks out a little bit because she uh, she remembers getting stabbed in the head. I mean, that doesn't seem like something you would forget. Yeah. But rather than trying to fight off the zombies this time, Sakura just kind of collapses and starts talking about how nothing matters and stuff. And so... I think, yeah, Taya shows up at this point and knocks her out again. And so she wakes up, the next time she wakes up, she's not wearing any makeup, and she wakes up next to Ai, who is wearing makeup. So she wakes up, she's like, holy crap, Mizuno Ai, my favorite idol, who is not dead. What are you doing here? With me? What the heck is going on? So Ai's like, okay, I need you to not freak out. You're dead. Okay. <laughs> It's like, what? No. And then she realizes she is a zombie. And then John was a zombie. Yep. So she has a she has a minor freak out, but I explains it to her. Um and they try and be like, Hey, you're part of our group. Come join come on. You're you're an idol. And she's like That can't be right. That can't be right. I'm not an idol. Everything I try and do ends up failing. So how could I possibly be an idol? Is it possible for a corpse to suffer, like, brain damage and get amnesia? Oh, I forgot to mention this. The first time she dies, she lost all her memories. Right. And then they all came back when she got hit by the truck the second time. Right. But she lost all of her memories of her time as a zombie. Yeah, like I'm saying, how does that work? I have no idea. Because she's already dead. Amnesia. Yeah. I I don't know, to be honest. In any case. Um, so one thing is, while this is going on, Tatsumi's at a bar somewhere, talking with some with the bartender who knows about zombies and knows about his plan. And is probably a zombie himself. And may have taught Tatsumi how to make zombies. It's very unclear. Anyways, so we get we get Sakura's backstory this time, in uh, as she's moping about. And so here here is <laughs> more or less her life story of trying to do something and failing. So third grade. This is where we're starting. She was picked to play Snow White in the uh, the in the, like the class play. Wow! And she and she tried really hard. She practiced until she knew her lines front and back. She was she was prepared. 
but she ended up getting a cold the day of the play, so she couldn't perform. Oh, how unfortunate. In fourth grade, she was picked to be on the class relay team for a sports day. But, and so she ran like heck and uh, got really good times. But day of the opening ceremony, uh, during the opening ceremony, like while she's literally just walking around, she pulled a muscle in her leg so she couldn't run. This happened in both 5th and 6th grade as well. I get that these are like significant life events for someone in 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th grade. But I'm just looking at these I'm like, come on, that's it. <laughs> give, it give it a minute. So, in middle school, she decided to dedicate her life to studying. She gave up everything else to get into a good high school. On the day of her high school entrance exam, she was, she was prepared. And she was staring at, staying at a hotel nearby so she could be closer. But on her way to the testing site, she had to help a bunch of old ladies, which caused her to almost miss the test and made her freak out and made her fail the exam. What do you mean she had to help a bunch of old ladies? I am not entirely certain. Like getting across the street? Was she mugged by a, by a band of old ladies? <laughs> No, it was just like a bunch of isolated old ladies who were like collapsed or whatever. In any case, once she got to high school, she kind of just gave up on life. Uh, and so she just, she just kind of became a shut-in a little bit. She still went to school and stuff, but on her on her off days, she just kind of stayed home and watched TV. And that's when she discovered Misa no Ai and Iron Frill. And so she was, she was reinvigorated by uh, by eyes. Uh, excellent idleness. Yeah, her 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 dedication to being an idol. So she's like, you know what? I'm gonna become an idol. And so she practiced like hell. She did her audition. And well, I mean, the rest is history. I could I could start over if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I remember. Yeah. I vaguely recall you explaining this to me way back when you first watched it too, so I I think I have a good grasp of of, of, of this <laughs> of of this girl's sad, sad, pathetic life. Yeah, she has really bad luck. <laughs> it's not even particularly sad, she's kinda of pathetic. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, and so she decides to just go run away from the, the mansion. And she's just given up on on life, I guess. <clears throat> the cop almost shoots her again. <laughs> Did he remember to aim for the head this time? He was going to, and then uh, Tatsumi knocked him out. Well, at least he learned from his mistake. And so Tatsumi... Takes her to uh, to a cliffside to like look over the the town of Saga, like like look out there, see all the lights. That's every light is a person. You you're like that forest over there, no lights yet. And so he's he's basically just giving her a uh, 
uh, whatchamacallit? Pep talk. Yeah, pep talk. And he's just like, I'm never going to, uh, I'm never going to give up on you, Sakura. You, you will become an idol. And she's like, meh. And, uh, she stays, she stays, so she does come back and practices a bit. Because she's slightly convinced by his pep talk. But she's still like, this is just going to fail. Everything I do sucks. This is just going to fail. And, uh, interestingly, the, uh, normally Sakura does the, uh, the, ep the next episode previews, and she's really upbeat, but in this one, she's super mopey. <laughs> and it's, that was just funny. So now the final, the finale, finally. Das finale. Yes. Well, I put le finale. I don't think that's the right word now that I think about it. Any case. So it's, it's the, it's almost to the it's like the day before the concert and everybody gets together and tries to encourage her and be like come on you can do it sakura like they take turns going up cuz she's like hiding in the attic so does is this the attic where they all take turns to hide when things get get like emotionally difficult for them i guess so and uh so saki and lily and Junko all try and like convince her to come down and they all because they're all asleep or like trying to sleep and they all like say out loud some stupid excuse to like get up out of bed and then finally uh, Yuguri tries that but she decides to get like all dressed up and it takes her hours <laughs> to just walk down the hall in the in her getup, and so the one who ends up like getting Sakura to come along is uh, Taie, actually, who literally breaks through, who jumps through a window to drag her out. I mean, it's not like broken glass or something to worry about. No, no, it is not. Okay, so there, so yeah, Sakura is a hundred percent. Well, not a hundred percent on board, but she's on board now. She's not going, she's going to participate, but she's still kind of like, this is going to suck. And important news alert, there's a, there's a massive snowstorm headed straight for Saga because it's winter now. I mean, I figured it was approaching winter because they were at risk of freezing to death in the mountains. Yeah, that's fair. Or freezing to corpsicles that would be yes. enjoyed by all the cannibal children of the mountains. <laughs> I, I was gonna say wolves, but they don't have I wolves guess. in Japan. Do they? I think they have what? some in Hokkaido. Well, they're in Kyushu, so. In any case, so importantly, well, maybe not importantly, but we get a bit of a flashback of Tatsumi. In 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 his past, he was where he was in high school. And he picked up a, an idol CD for Iron Frill off the uh, off the floor, and Sakura came. Sakura's like, "Hey, thanks for picking up my uh, CD, Inui. Thanks for that." They had a meet cute. Apparently, 
probably back in 2008. Only she died. Yeah. <laughs> in any case. So. <laughs> so, anyways. So they go to Arpino. And they're getting ready. And it's it's right before the show starts. And all of their fans are there. Like, <laughs> fucking everybody that they performed for uh, earlier in this, in this season. All 500 of their fans. Yeah. They, pack, they packed it. Literally, like, not even enough people to fill up a high school auditorium. It's about the size of a high school auditorium, to be honest. There are there are freaking huge high school auditoriums. Oh, I guess there's high school auditoriums that are huge in America. Yeah. In any case. Um, so one thing to note is, because it's snowing, snow, snow is starting to uh, gather up on one side of the building, which is causing it to kind of, like cave in a bit so and so as as they begin their uh like they take to the stage they're like let's do this as they begin the roof collapses and they all get yes. splattered yes well they don't all get splattered but yes the roof collapses and this well the roof starts to collapse as they begin and then as they continue the the stage shatters from under them and the lights fall, all the, like, all, like, uh, the speakers all collapse, and everybody's like, oh god, they're all dead. I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everybody's just like, oh crap, they, they probably all got squished, and so they're about to cancel the concert, when, Kode, when Tatsumi's like, no, just, the show must go on. So he starts clapping, that really slow clap. Don't, wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't you clap to show that the thing is over? No, no, it's like the slow clap, like a, almost like a metronome, to be honest. Oh. Uh, just sort of like being, and so he gets the, so the whole audience ends up clapping in time, and they start the the band, French starts getting up, and singing. No music right now. And so everybody else but Sakura gets up. Because Sakura's like, oh, I knew this wouldn't work, and this this all sucks. Right, just say, like, if they if those had been normal girls, and they actually had been squished, and then, like, their head just goes, oh, don't worry, they're not dead. Come on, everyone start clapping. Like, just the visual of 500 people applauding the death of, like, five high school girls. Yeah... In any, in any case. <laughs> but then once she sees everybody else get up, she gets, Sakura's like, okay, we can do this. I can do this. I'll try and do this. So she gets up. And while she's getting up, the, uh, like the concert staff is frantically reconnecting all the speakers and whatnot. <laughs> and lights, instead resetting the lights. Not like getting them up, just, you know, having the lights at work <laughs> and they get up and they start the music again and they have a great performance and soccer gets all her memories back and then they have an awesome encore as well and we end on a high note literally not really not literally <laughs> but you know 
we end on a positive note. And, but, afterwards, like the next day, the Sagazine guy is saying, no, it couldn't be. And he's got pictures of I, Lily, and Junko on his desk, next to pictures of I, Lily, and Junko. I mean, isn't like, he, like, also the... a zombie? No. The, no? The, the oh, I th guy... oh, I thought I thought you were with the bar owner for a second. No, 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 no. We do see him. He's eating dried squid or something. I don't know. He's not important right now. He will probably be important in season two. Um, but anyways, say so the 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 magazine guy. He's like, they look exactly the same as uh, these girls who died in their prime. That's way too suspicious, right? <laughs> I mean, obviously the guy just borrowed Disney's clone a child actor machine. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. In any case, and that's where the uh, that's where the season ends. I like. I very much enjoyed. I very much yes. enjoyed this, and I yes, can't wait I for season two. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I highly recommend it as like a gateway idol anime. There was a whole bunch of stuff I skipped over, to be honest. Like a bunch of like tiny, smaller details, especially in the first half. Um, one thing that is uh, interesting is kind of like looking at this show as a, a commentary on idol culture. Because if you know anything about Japanese idols, it's that they are overworked and underpaid. <laughs> Isn't it the story of like 90% of the people in Japan? <laughs> yes, it is. But one thing that Zombieland Saga didn't... Uh, didn't address, luckily, is the uh, the uh, convicted rapists that work as idol managers in oh, Japan. That sounds like fun. Yeah, so that's that's a thing. But uh, God. But yeah, so like, what better way to comment comment on the nature of the idol industry? Then by, and how they make zombies, quote unquote, out of their idols, then to just straight up make the idols zombies. I mean, yeah. Guy raises a bunch of zombies to be his slaves uh, to save Rhode Island. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, let's see here. So let's see here. Um, so this was actually done by Mappa. Very, very interesting. One of those really prolific anime studios. According to some stuff I read, they're like apparently a successor to Studio Madhouse. But I mean, they've got like a 50-50 flops to cult hits. And actually, this is, this is uh, interesting. Doesn't Studio Madhouse still make stuff? I believe yes, they do. I don't know what I, I don't know. I was just reading something on the internet, so. In any case, some some of the stuff Mappa has done is like Kakegurui, uh, Punchyline, and interestingly, they're doing God of High School. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Uh, the interstitials, like the the frames, uh, at the that mark of the commercial breaks, mm -hmm. uh, feature products 
that are produced in Saga or locations in Saga, which is kind of just neat. Is this, like, an actual, like, did they try and actually, like, increase business in Saga by making a show about a guy raising a bunch of corpses to increase business in Saga? I think they did. I think they did. Fun fact, Psy Games was was involved in this, because they've actually got an office in Saga. <laughs> and they also did Idolmaster Cinderella Girls, which is a, an idol video game. And also an anime, now that I think about it. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah, that's basically it for Zombieland Saga. Very good show. Very much enjoy it. Give it a try. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, any any thoughts from you, Eli? I mean, I I've not been convinced to watch the show. Though to fair be enough. fair, I don't think there's anything you could say to convince me to watch the show. Other than if the entire thing was literally just them taking the piss out of idols entirely and, like, end with them all, like, <laughs> sinking into the ocean on a barge or something. <laughs> like, so that's they go, like, they go and have a performance on a barge. And, like, they set off the fireworks, but the fireworks screw up because the dude bought, like, the cheapest 50 year old fireworks. <laughs> It's kind of weird, because when it started airing, it looked like it was a parody of idol anime. Right. And then it just started doing idol anime things. Right. And so it's... Uh... Yeah, like so, I said... Uh... So yeah, it's it's an idol anime with a gimmick. Not... I mean, I, I wouldn't have watched it if it was normal idol anime. I mean... Yeah, fair enough. Not my thing. Not my thing on the long list of things that are not my thing. Yeah. I was very, very excited. I was very happy to be able to watch something good this week. <laughs> it's something I actually wanted to continue watching. Maybe you <laughs> shouldn't just... watch so much trash then. <laughs> no, I like watching trash though. It's, it's, it's watching trash like... <laughs> Having having to like rewatch trash for the podcast is draining. Like when we had to rewatch, when I had to rewatch Gate. Oh uh, yeah, no, that was awful. Yes, but you know, something something good, something we can be, or at least one of us can be positive about. <laughs> <sighs> I am I am, uh, kind of glad. Actually, there was a storm, massive storm rolling outside. But I think. It didn't get picked up by my mic, so that's good. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good thing that we were able to record it all tonight. For those of you, I think is everybody, uh, who listening to this who are not in the great state of Texas, uh, we, well, we didn't really get much of a hurricane. I think Louisiana got hit way worse. Oh, yeah, way worse. But, uh, yeah, Hurricane we were, Laura. We were predicted to get a hurricane. Just, well, just came through, yeah, uh. We, we, up where I live, uh, we were supposed to get, like, tropical storm forest winds, because we're, like, you know, 50 kilometers inland. Uh, so it was supposed to be, like, just tropical storm level by the time it got to us. We didn't get shit. I mean, Houston didn't get anything either. I went, and I took all the stuff, stuff off the desk. I weighted down everything. I put the umbrellas and everything down, like, on the ground. 
we were supposed to get 50 miles an hour away and nothing. Like, it, it's not just that I prepared and nothing happened. It's like that I prepared, nothing happened, but Louisiana got, like, bent over a railing. Yeah. So. So, hearts out to Louisiana and border between Texas and Louisiana. Hope they're doing okay. They'll... They'll 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 be they'll they'll rebuild. They're Louisiana. This yeah. has happened to them like way more times than it's happened to Texas. This is very true. So they will return with crayfish and oyster shots and hurricanes. Although I don't actually think I don't think New Orleans actually got hit at all. But you know the things you associate with Louisiana, besides ridiculous accents. Crocodiles? I mean, we got those too. That is a very good point. You live in case. your crocodiles. <laughs> in any case, that's, uh, that's basically it for today's episode. That is it. Yeah, uh, next week we've got a very special non-recap episode. <laughs> might might be a bit shorter, but I, I th- I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. Oh, this is going to be an absolute treat. Oh, absolutely. And so if you want to prepare for it, uh, I, I highly suggest going and checking out uh, Nyarko-san Nyar- and other Crawling Chaos. Nyarlo. It's the anime where they basically said Call of Cthulhu, but waifus. Yeah. And if that doesn't tell you what our, uh, what we're doing next episode... I cannot for the life of me pronounce... Like the name that they went picked for, like Nyarlathotep. Nyarko. Yes, I cannot pronounce that. It's just Nyarko. Yeah, Nyarko. Nyarko. Nyark. It's Nyarlathotep, but someone basically noticed that you can go Nyan with it, so they turned it into a pun. <laughs> In gonna, any case, you gonna tell me I'm wrong? Uh, no, I'm not gonna tell you I'm that you're wrong. I'll have to wait till next week. In any case, uh, go check out our Discord. Link in the description of the episode. We can, well, we can talk about stuff. Let's be honest. Who wants to talk about us? To talk to us about stuff. <laughs> well, they can talk to each other on it. This is a very good point. Go check out the Discord. Yeah. That's been Anime Stroganoff. I've been Lilith. And I have been Eli. Alright, and thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening.